Welcome to the Faith-Based Business Podcast with your host, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. On this podcast, we interview fellow entrepreneurs who are willing to share their stories, their trials, and their triumphs in business, all in an effort to help you avoid the same obstacles and to achieve success faster. But at all times, continue to rely on our faith to see us through to victory. Now with today's guest, here is your host, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello everyone everywhere, Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Faith-Based Business Podcast. We are so blessed that you are joining us today. You know, virtual summits are now one of the most popular ways to grow your online business. And you can be in ministry, hold revivals online, have business sessions online. I did that when COVID the COVID shutdowns first happened. Our ministry was one of the first in the nation to hold an online ministry summit right after the shutdown. We had, I think it's 40 some pastors and ministers from around the nation come on the program over three days. We had over 750 visitors, something like that during the summit as we discussed the situation in light of biblical prophecy and the need for repentance and all that. But I pieced that summit together using four or five different platforms. And it took three of us to run it when it went live, plus the emails and the promotions. It was a success, but it was the last one I did (laughs) since that time. Praise God. Then a month or two ago, the Lord put on my heart that it was time for another summit of pastors to discuss prophecy in light of current events again. And I'm being honest, I was not thrilled that he put that in my heart and mind. Amen. But a week or so after that day, I seen an email or a Facebook post or something that caught my attention. And it was from a wonderful young lady named Krista Miller. And her business is called Summit in a Box. And that just resonated with me. And folks, I'm telling you, this was an answer to my prayers. Amen. I am so impressed by what I've learned so far. And we are now in the planning stages of holding our next online ministry summit. And I'll be incorporating the summit concept into our podcast and marketing program as well. That's how simple of a process Krista has made this. Even I'm going to be able to do a summit. Praise God. And Krista has this summit thing down to a fine art. She's helped so many people to run their own summits, gain followers, make sales, all of that. I call her the summit queen. Amen. If you're looking at a way to generate an increase in whatever it is you're doing, you need to grab a pen and paper and take notes today. I saw a Facebook post or something caught my attention, and she was sharing a little bit about her faith as well. She's got a podcast that talks about it. And folks, I immediately told myself I had to get her on this program to share all about her business and her nonprofit with you. Amen. Krista created her own summit back in 2017 while preparing for her first summit. And she unexpectedly generated four times her normal revenue from that one event. Praise God. She tripled her email list and booked her services out six months in advance, all from that one summit. She quickly became the recognized industry expert in summits as a result. And she's here today, not just talk about summit in a box, but also the great work that she's doing with a nonprofit called CEOs in the Word. Praise God. Help me. Welcome to the program. Krista Miller. Krista, it is such a blessing to have you on the program today. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for inviting me on. I'm so excited to talk with you about this. It's such perfect timing also with, you know, you having it on your heart that it's going to happen whether you like it or not. Um, And yeah, this is going to be a great conversation. 
Amen. Amen. Well, the first question I always start with is this. Other than that brief information we just shared, can you tell us in your own words, who is Krista Miller? Yeah, well, you know, it's easy to think of the business owner side because, you know, that's why we're sitting here. <laughs> the business mm-hmm. introduced us um, and it's, you know, what, what I talk about most often. So I teach people how to run virtual conferences, but, you know, you zoom out and that is really one of the the least important things, although I do uh, very firmly believe God is working through me teaching a marketing concept Um in lots of ways. Maybe we'll have time to get into that. Um, I'm also a mom of two little girls. I have a two-year-old and a five-year-old, and they are just spunky and keep me on my toes. Uh, I'm a wife. I'm very involved in our church community, in our children's ministry, in our sports ministry. Um, And yeah, I just try to follow (laughs) where the Lord guides me, whether or not it is easy. Amen. Amen. How did you first get introduced to online summits? So... I first got introduced to online summits when I started my first business in 2015. Um, like summits were kind of the up and coming thing. It was they were switching from telesummits to these online conferences with videos and stuff. And it was kind of like I was learning about online business, and it just happened to be uh, a summit put on by a big like tech company that I went to. And honestly, I did not like it. I was like, this is terrible. All they're doing is pitching me. I'm learning so much. I feel like my brain's going to explode. Like, no, thank you. Um, So my first experience was not good. I did not think I would do it. Um, But as I got further along in business, I got to the point where things were going okay. Um, I was able to like quit my full-time job, take my business full-time, but I needed something that was going to make big moves and really put me on the map. And a summit just kept coming to mind as what I was supposed to do. And my answer was no, no, not doing that. I'm not good enough for this. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not good (laughs) enough for this. That was like, they're slimy. I don't want to do that. Um, And eventually the idea dropped. I didn't know then. I can look back now and be like, it was totally God being like, all right, I'll give you the idea and everything. You just got to do it. The idea dropped in my mind when I was driving one day and I was like, oh, okay, like I can do that. That sounds wonderful. So I went ahead and hosted that uh, first summit in, uh, happened in 2018. 2018. Okay. Praise God. And what was it like putting that together? It was a lot. So um, Mm. (laughs) I, at the time, was like looking for programs to help me with it and I couldn't find any. Um, There were some like coaching packages that were way more than I was willing to spend. I didn't see anything with like templates or the process or anything like that. So I came up with everything on my own. Um, I'd been to a couple summits and I'd spoken at one. So like that was the background I had. Um, And I just kind of put it together. I am a very process oriented and detail oriented person. So that really played in my favor. Like I was able to sit down one day and have a blast being like, here is the 300 tasks I need to complete to make this thing happen. And that was a joy for me. You know, (laughs) Um, I I didn't have a big team at the time. I had a a VA with like a few hours a month and a designer with a couple hours per month. Um, So I kind of like figured out where we could piece them in. Um, and it was busy. I I didn't have kids at the time. So that also helped. Like I was working crazy hours all the time, not just with the summit, but it was like, I would wake up and work until I went to bed. Cause what else was I going to do? You know, it was fun. I had the energy for it, whatever. Um, it was a lot of hours put into figuring it all out, creating everything from scratch, figuring out how it was going to work. I had a baby in the middle of the planning process. Um, (laughs) it was wild. I I enjoyed it. Um, it was terrifying and, and a lot. (laughs) (laughs) but it had to be God because otherwise it would not have been fun. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Nothing else I had ever done in business 
flowed like that did. Like the the pieces should not have fallen into place like that. I didn't know what I was doing. I had never been to a summit training. It should not have just worked. None of the other offers I had ever launched just like took off like this. And here I did this thing and made four times my monthly income. Like that was not me. (laughs) (laughs) And and what was, what's been the evolution of summit in a box from first one that you tried to where you are today, being able to help mm-hmm. so many people successfully run their own online summits. Yeah, I am constantly uh, evolving the process year after year, summit after summit. So like after that first summit, I had no intention of teaching people. Um, I'd get emails or messages from people saying, hey, that was really great. Will you teach me how to do that? And I was like, no, that was so much work. I'm not just going <laughs> to teach you how to do it. You know. Um, but God had other plans. And over the course of, it was like three, four months, people kept asking over and over. And there was one day, uh, three, four months out where, um, one of my speakers, my coach and an attendee all contacted me on different platforms being like, Hey, I would really like for you to do this. Or my coach had a dream that I started this like online summit empire. I was like, okay, like I can't ignore it. Um, so I actually started out by just selling like my project plan for how I hosted the summit. I organized it a little better, added lots of notes for people. I was like, fine, if I'm supposed to do this, we're going to test the easiest possible things. I have development clients. I have another business. I can't just hope that this big, huge thing is going to (laughs) work. And it did again, better than anything else I'd ever done. People actually bought what I was selling. I was like, what is happening? And then I just, I just started, I I had the vision summit in a box from the very beginning. And I knew it was going to involve all the templates and resources and processes because coming out of that first summit, I'm guessing you kind of had the same thought. I was like, no one should ever do this from scratch. It's ridiculous. Like other people have been there, done that. Why did I just have to do this? No one else should ever have to do that. Um, So from there, I started compiling my templates, making my emails into templates and all of that stuff. And it was uh, about a year and a half process Mm -hmm. of you know, making every every training template tutorial script someone would need. I released it as like part of a membership. And then once it was all done, released it as a big um, program that we call Summit in a Box. Mm -hmm. And, you know, over the years of coaching our students and clients and running events of my own, it's constantly evolving. If I see something that worked really well or something that didn't work or something that doesn't work anymore, it's always going back to the drawing board. Usually two times a year, we totally revisit. We have about a thousand trainings and templates. We revisit every single one and update whatever needs to happen because everything in the online world is constantly changing and we have to stay on top of it. So I'll never get a break (laughs) from updating the process, but luckily it's enjoyable. You you mentioned, you know, how a lot of the summits and stuff that you see online, it's a big pitch fest, mm-hmm. just like you talked about, you know, where it's just, you know, it's an hour and a half and I'm sitting here watching this stuff and it's like, you know, I know what's coming. Mm-hmm. Just get to it <laughs> type thing. You know? I mean, I just, ah, uh, you know, and it, it's like fingernails on a chalkboard to me. Yeah. And I, it's got to be something that I really am interested in to make me sit through an hour and a half or two hours before they even get to this is what we can do. And yep. I just don't care about your Lamborghinis. And, you know, I mean, <laughs> seriously, I don't care, you know, don't, don't tell me about all of the, you know, oh, uh, but anyway, running or putting on a summit's one thing. But the success or failure of the summit really rests on the value. That's the point I'm trying to get to. The mm. value that's being provided. 
And, and do you have any advice or guidance that you provide your clients in just not, not just using your systems to hold the summits, mm-hmm. but to guide them and making sure value is provided to the attendees? Absolutely. I love that you asked this question. Like a summit is not going to work without the value, unless you are one of those huge companies with millions of followers where they don't care if their conversion rates low because they have enough people to like deal with it and, you know, scare everyone away except those select few who are super into it. But what you have to do otherwise is start with that value. So like in our programs, when I'm working with someone, that's where we start. It's like, okay, let's think about goals here, but it is not just how much money do you want to make? How much do you want to grow your email list? It's how are you going to impact the people who are involved? That means your speakers, because they're a big part of the success. And, you know, really more importantly, or just as importantly, maybe is the attendees. If they don't sign up and start getting value nothing else is going to happen. They're not going to stay in your world. They're not going to stay in your email list. They're not going to trust your recommendations, suggestions, products, anything like that. You're not going to get a penny from them if they're not getting value from it. So first and foremost, what do they need? How can your summit deliver that? And how can you make it an experience so that they want to be a part of it, want to continue on down the road? Um, I think it's also important to look at how you can infuse like yourself and your values into your event too, because that's what makes it stand out. Um, and this is really going to depend on the industry. Um, you know, if you're in, 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 in an industry where there's not as many events, it might not be as big of a deal, but, you know, infusing faith into it, uh, infusing, you know, if you have like a great sense of humor or figuring out ways you can like have like games and make things fun, that's huge too. And that like really speaks to the attendees and shows, oh, these people care. They're not just here to make a buck. They're making sure I have a great time too. And that just like gets them in your world more, gets them taking part in the summit, which just makes it more likely they're going to continue learning from you, wanting to hear from you and, you know, have a relationship with you in one way or another down the road. So it all needs to start with the attendees, what they need from the event and how you can get that to them. Yeah. Amen. I agree. And, and when someone comes to you to, to, for coaching or something like that, and they say, I want to, I want to run a summit and grow my email list. Mm-hmm. Is that an adequate goal? Are <laughs> you like, okay, let's stop for a minute. <laughs> so I'm okay with starting there. But my question from there is, how are you going to do that? Or what is that going to do for you? And how are you going to make it do that? You can grow your email list by 10,000 people. But if it's 10,000 people who aren't bought into what you're doing uh, and don't like the way you ran this event, it doesn't matter. It's a waste, right? right? Um, So I'm okay with starting there. But then we got to dig a lot deeper. What do you want them to do? Do you want them to join an offer? Do you want them uh, to listen to your podcast? And how are we going to make that happen? And like you said, it should be something that provides the value to the person to want to give you their contact information. And exactly. I mean, it, it has, you know, I, I liken it to, you know, you meet someone at the coffee shop and you like, Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, here, sit down here. We'll, we'll talk. Yeah. This, this sounds good. Do you want to get married? You know? And they're like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's what it's like. You know, they, they, yeah. you're, you're like, Oh yeah, well that sounds good. Whoa, wait a minute now. What do you mean? Give you five thousand dollars? <laughs> yeah. Who are you again? <laughs> but uh, so you know, you have to be providing something of value. Just yes. because I buy, 
someone a cup of coffee at the coffee shop does not mean that we're going to be married and stay together for 40 years, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, So you have to make sure that what's the purpose and trying to offer something to draw people in. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, if it's just, I want to grow my email list and this is going to be so cool because then I can sell them all this great stuff. Uh, This doesn't sound like what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. There's some steps missing in there. And yeah, you like yeah. you're exactly right. There conversion rates are a big thing I look at and something I focus on. And you know, if if you have a registration page for your summit, the page people go to to sign up, industry standard industry standard is about 20% of people who see your registration page will sign up. For me, I think that's garbage. I want like 60%. Mm-hmm. To get that 60%, like you said, they need to look at that page and instantly see how it's going to be a value of them, how it's going to benefit their life, their business, their ministry, whatever it is. Um, and to do that, a lot of people, you know, who are just kind of making it up as they go, it's basically a page. It's like, oh, look at this amazing summit I'm hosting and how cool it's going to be. People don't care that you're hosting a summit. People care about what they are going to get out of it. So, you know, the first thing you need to think about is who are you hosting this summit for? And like back in the day when I started this, you could host a summit for online business owners, men, women, um, you know, these big, broad audiences. And it worked because there weren't so many. You can't do that now. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't go host a summit for online business owners and expect it to go well. Um, if if I'm thinking about like some of my uh, like faith-based clients, um, even like pastors, that's pretty darn broad. Can you get more narrow than that? When you get narrow with who you're targeting, that allows you to get more specific with what you're going to give them, what you're going to do for them. The transformation can be so much more clear when you're speaking to a subset of, you know, this big, broad audience. So your, you know, everything related to your summit has to speak to who that person is and exactly what they want. When you can do that, that makes it like a heck yes. When they see that page, yes, I will hand over my email address uh, to learn more about this. Amen. Amen. That's good. You know, speaking about, you know, the ministers and all that, you're also involved in starting a nonprofit called CEOs in the Word. Share with us the vision you have for that organization. Yeah, this is something God just kind (laughs) of hit me over the head with uh, during a church service one day. Um, I had started uh, a Bible study for business owners. like, And it was just like me inviting my email list and social media followers like, hey, I'm going to do a study on prayer. God told me I'm not supposed to do this alone. Does anyone want to do it with me? That was terrifying, by the way, because I had never really like super openly shared anything about my faith. Like I dropped it in here and there, but that was the first time me being like, here it is, you know? Um, And we had like 20 people be like, yeah, I'll do that with you. And in talking with them, I realized like just how much Jesus is missing from at least the online business space that I'm in. Um. You, you go to Instagram, you go to your email, and it's just full of me. How can, how can I make more money? How can you make more money? There's no, no talk about the impact, what that does for God's kingdom. There's no talk about, you don't see anything about Bible studies or anything in this. And I was like, wow, this is a real issue. And then God let me know, you are going to help fix this issue. Um, So basically, my vision with CEOs in the Word is to bring Jesus into the online business space, to make it so if I'm scrolling on Instagram, I'm not... I'm not just seeing all of these like worldly things. Um, If people are sharing goals, you see the face kind of mixed in with that. You see reflections of Jesus that I don't see right now. Um, And 
you know, the ways we're we're going to be doing that is through expanding our Bible study groups. I think that's just like one of the biggest things I can be doing is starting more conversations between business owners about something other than how can we make more money? How about how can we reflect God more? Yeah, um, so like that is that is the the initial vision I have. We're still working on getting it, getting it off the ground and I have big dreams outside of that. But like with how fast that Bible study filled up and I had to be like, you guys, we can't, like we have to stop talking about this because I can't just keep accepting more and more people into this mm-hmm. and do what, what I want to do with it. We need to be able to break it out into more groups. Yeah. Um, that, that's what we got coming. <laughs> it's yeah. a lot. So, so this will be held by business professionals for their clients and these this type of bible studies it could be i so my my vision more is like right now it's me and peers you know and some of them are my clients like that's just how it worked out you know um but my hope would be that you know as business owners are are joining this and learning they're also sharing about it with their community and they then want to join and be a part of this as well so it has more of a peer feel but i'm you know it'll be all mixed together Amen. Amen. I love the concept of, of the online Bible study groups. You know, so many people today are just too busy in this yeah. day and time. And, and so much so that, you know, even church attendance is down dramatically, especially after the pandemic, you know, and it, and I know our online radio station grew about 30% each year the COVID, you know, fiasco was going on. Yeah. But, but I just believe that a lot of people are used to staying home now and getting fed the word online and, mm-hmm. and, you know, whether it's YouTube or television or radio or online, you know, so your online Bible studies will probably be a big hit. Amen. I, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, amen. Amen. How far along are you to bring it to launching it at this point? Uh, it'll probably be, I would say about three months. We're working yeah. on the website right now, getting all the logistics. I need people who will tell me like, yes, I will lead a group. I will do this and that. Um, working on the, like the actual formation before I can do too much, you know, yeah. asking people about that, but it's in, it's in process. The website is is getting there. I just need to put the finishing touches on it and we're kind of all regrouping now after the new year. So we'll get a timeline made here shortly. Hey man, oh, when you launch it, you got to come back on, and we'll we'll help you talk about it. To that'd be amazing. Now oh, you're also a podcaster, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about your podcast, Summit Host Hangout Podcast. Yeah, so I've been running that since I believe 20, 2018. It, really, it just started as my way to to teach teach people about, about summits because you know back then, I guess still now, it was all about content marketing. And you know, I wrote a few blog posts for this business. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the worst. This takes so much time. It's not how I communicate best. Um, and so the podcast started because of that. But it has become so much more impactful than I, than just like an alternate blog post route. You know, there are people coming and getting expired, inspired to host their events. I love that I'm able to share both summit strategy as well as like more personal stuff. You know, people listening, they feel like they know you, right? So you can get more personal, share what's going on in life with faith, things like that. I've even had people be like, oh, I just listened to this episode where you shared XYZ. I'm not a Christian, but like I actually really loved hearing about you talking about, you know, things related to to faith and your your vision for things. I shared about CEOs in the word a little bit. Um, so it is a it's a marketing channel. That's why I started. But yeah. it's it's just really great to be able to get the more personal feel with your audience that you can't do through a lot of other methods absolutely. out there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Chris, this has been truly interesting. And if someone wanted more information on Summit in the Box or they'd like to ask you a question, et cetera, how can they do that? How can someone get in touch with you? 
Yeah, the best place to go is our website, summitinabox.co. I have a couple of different tracks you can go on based on you know what you're all about. If you, if you do this, this, and this, click here. Otherwise, click here. Um, the best place to contact me if you're looking for feedback, an answer, where to start, you know, based on your specific specific situation, is Instagram at Summit in a Box. You could email me, but I really I'm not in there very often. You'll wait a couple of weeks for an answer usually. So Instagram is your best bet. Amen. Amen. I'll put links to this in the show notes below, folks. Holding a virtual summit, it's not for everyone, but it is something the Lord has been stirring around in your heart. If it is, then you're listening to this episode today for a reason. Amen. God preordained that you'd be hearing us right now discussing this, just like, you know, he had me come across this social media post or whatever it was as he dropped in my heart to, to do another summit. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, Jonah, where are you at? But uh, <laughs> but then I came across Krista. Amen. So um, I'm encouraged by what we're doing here. So I want to encourage you right now. Drop down the show notes. Check out Krista's website, summitinabox.co. Not .com, .co. Amen. Just click the link down below. Check out the great information that she has on her website. Because it, it really is a great website. And as you've already heard, Pastor Bob's a client. Amen. I've been using these products to prepare to grow our ministry brand this year. And we'll probably do, I might as well just put it out there. We'll probably do two or three summits this year. I know at least two are in the planning stages right now. We'll see what the end of the year looks like in the fall. But, uh, but I know this program works. She's made it so simple that all you got to do is follow the process. Amen. Drop down the show notes. Get in touch with Krista right now. Krista, I want to thank you again for coming on the program today uh, and sharing all about the Summit in the Box program and your CEOs in the Word nonprofit as well. I do appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Amen. Folks, that's all the time we have for today. For Krista Miller and myself, it's passed about reminding you to be blessed in all that you do. You have been listening to the Faith-Based Business Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. We appreciate you as a listener and fellow believer and want to encourage you in your entrepreneurial efforts. These programs are designed to provide you with information that you can use in your business to achieve success faster and avoid the obstacles that try to impede your success. All information on this podcast is for entertainment and information use only. Some of the products and services listed in the links may contain affiliate links and Pastor Bob will earn a small commission when you click those links at no additional cost to you. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode is published. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do.